Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to episode 101, 101 of the 1871 podcast. Uh, so, as you might have heard on our last episode, Johnny and I are currently counting down um, our favourite 25 Reading players. And this is a part of a Reading FC Top 100 series. Um, so, this is the, the first part of that, the second episode in the series. Um, so, we're continuing our countdown of our 25 favourite Reading players. But before we start on that, Johnny, this will interest you. So um, on one of the recent episodes, I talked about the quiz that you took part in. And at that stage, you were in the lead. Oh, no. So we decided we're going to give people a bit of time to enter the quiz. We've been been getting some more, more results coming in. So I will reveal the answers on the next episode. And then we're going to crown our... Um, 1871 podcast quiz champion. Um, I would say from the results that have come in, the scores that have come in so far, it's very close. Um, so we'll be announcing the results, uh, the leaderboard, the final leaderboard, and the overall champion on our next episode, which is episode 102. So this is episode 101. So how are you feeling about the the quiz, Johnny? Do you think you're in with a shout of winning? No. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> being, being positive. I'm, I'm using the Paul Lintz approach to my quizzing. Find out on the next episode. <laughs> so, look, going back to episode 100, it was our 100th episode um, last time. And to mark our 100th episode, that's why we come up with the idea of doing a, a Red NFC Top 100. And the first part of that is to... Countdown um, our favourite 25 Reading players each. So on episode 100, on the last episode, we started counting down 10 players each from our lists, uh, starting from number 25 down to number 16. And on this episode, we'll be counting down from 15 to 6. And then on the next episode, we'll be revealing 
our top five Reading players. Um, and on that episode, as I say, we'll also be announcing who is our Reading FC quiz champion. And then following on from that to continue the um, Reading FC Top 100 series that we're doing, we'll both reveal our 10 memorable games. So that'll be on episode 103. Uh, and then we'll continue the series with our five memorable seasons. So that's episode 104, followed by five managers and five influential people in Reading's history for episode 105. And you might be able to see where this is going. So episode 105 completes our Reading FC Top 100 series. And then fittingly, on episode 106, have a guess what we're going to be talking about. We will be looking back at Reading's magnificent 106 season on episode 106. So we thought that made sense. Um, I think that was your idea, wasn't it, Johnny? Something like that. I can't remember. I do come up, do come up with one occasionally. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. You come up with some good ideas. <laughs> so, uh, look, let's crack on with our countdown of our yeah. favourite Reading players. And let's start with a recap on who we chose as our number 25 um, down to number 16 on our two lists. So, um, in a way, quite surprisingly, so far, we haven't had any players um, that featured on both lists. So, we think that's going to happen uh, possibly on this episode, and I imagine definitely on the next episode. So, my 25 to 16 of my favourite Reading players was as follows. Number 25, Gary Westwood. Number 24, Colin Bailey. Number three, uh, number 23, rather, Andy Rogers. Number 22, Paul Cannaville. Number 21, Keith McPherson. Number 20, Darius Dovecheck. Number 19, Steve Wood. Number 18, Jamie Curitan. Number 17, Stuart Bevan. And number 16, Kevin Doyle. So that's my 25 to 16. Johnny, can you give us a recap with your countdown of your favourite Reading players, starting with number 25 on your list down to 16. Yep, so 25, we've got Frank Kirby. 24, Adam Federici. 23, Ivor Ingemarsson. 22, Gary Peters. 21, Jimmy Quinn. 20, A.D. Williams. 19, Kerry Dixon. 18, Uar Phil Parkinson. 17, Jan Kermigan. Uh, 16, La 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 Tony Ruggier. And that's that's it. Yeah. Yep. So, as I say, that's 20 names so far, all different. Uh, but I suspect we might start to get a re- few repeats from now on. Yeah. So, we're going to continue our countdown now from 15 down to six. Uh, Johnny, do you want me to start again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll start with my number 15. Someone we've had a, as a guest on the 1871 podcast, my number 15 in my countdown, is Keith Curl, a uh, very quick centre-back. Uh, he signed from Bristol City for 150000 Uh Oh, sorry about that. Um, he signed for 150000 in 1987, and he made more than 50 appearances for Reading. Um Played in the Simar Cup final in 1988 and probably the quickest centre-back Reading have ever had. And when he was a guest on the podcast, I don't know if you remember this, Johnny, um, I kind of always assumed that Michael Jilks was was the quickest player. Yeah. But he said that whenever him and Michael Jilks 
used to take part in a sprint race, he would win, but sometimes Michael Jilks cheated and jump started, um, but he still managed to catch him up. I mean, do, you know, do you remember Keith Curl as a Yeah, it's class. And, and, and afterwards, he went on to have a good career, didn't he? He was a great centre-back. Play for England yeah. as well, didn't he? And, and, uh, yeah, gone on, gone on to become a manager. Yeah. But yeah, great, great player to watch. There's not many um, centre-backs who have played for any club or country have been as quick as Keith Curl as yeah. our centre-back. Um, you know, if you compare him to someone like Martin Hicks, um, just pay, the, the pace really helped him. I think he said he started as a winger, didn't he? And how do you, how do you start off as a winger and end up as a centre-back? But anyway, um, <laughs> that speed helps because there's a lot of um, a lot of quick forwards, isn't there? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah great, great player. So, Keith Cole, my number 15. How about you, Johnny? Who's your number 15? I've gone for one of our best finishers, um, Adam Lafondre. He was, uh, you know, one of those guys that proper poacher, uh, a bit old school. He's still still playing over in, in Sydney, still scoring. Um, but he just, one of, one of those, you know, he's just a natural finisher. Obviously, that season, he got uh, promoted. Um, you know, he's kind of a bit of a super sub. Scored, Plenty in the Premier League, and I was quite surprised he never really got a offer to stay up and play at that level. Because um, he, yeah, he, he certainly was. You know, it just it, it made finishing look so easy. Um, we've had a few like that, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some stage. But yeah, I, I just you know, and we've had him on the podcast as well, and and, and an lovely guy, um, very very unassuming, very down to earth, and uh, you know, he was just just part of a you know that machine that, that Brian had that was just uh, superb to watch. Uh, and he was top scorer three seasons in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, you'll, as you'll know from the quiz. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, won't, won't say any, don't want to give away any clues to any of the yeah. questions, but um, yeah, just like you say, great, great finisher. Sort of some similarities with Jamie Curitan and players yeah. like in terms yeah. of finishing ability. Um, yeah. just seem to be able to kind of be in the right place at the right time to actually create those opportunities to finish as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, so Adam LaFondre is your number 15. We still haven't had any clashes so far, but that will come, I'm sure. Uh, my number 14, um, I, I'm tempted to say, you know, one of my favourite Reading players, but that's kind of everyone on this list. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, num- number 14 is Steve Richardson. Oh, yeah. So, Steve Richardson, uh, full-back, um, seventh on the list of all-time appearance makers for Reading with 457 appearances. Um, a quick left-back. If I remember, he had quite a, had a bit of a squeaky voice. Do you remember Steve Richardson? Johnny? No, I, no? not the voice. Okay. I don't uh, remember the voice. I, no. remember. I might no. be, I might be thinking of someone no. else, but um, anyway. So um, yeah, quick look <laughs> back. Signed in 1982. Player of the season in 82, 83, and 83, 84. Played in the record-breaking Royal season and in the Simar Cup final in 1988. Fantastic player. I, I think you know, in, in terms of favourite players, you're obviously going to have some goal scorers in there. You're going to have some wingers. Um, but I think you know fullbacks are off, especially if they're attacking fullbacks. If they yeah. 
the portly attacks, you know, they they can be exciting players to watch. And, and he oh, was, definitely. He was a great player for, for Reading and all those appearances, more than 450 appearances as well. So that's why I've got him on, on my list. Um, so, uh, yeah, Johnny, over to you for your 14. Yeah, and uh, another another uh, appearance maker, one of the lean one, Martin Hicks. Again, just, I think, you know, he was Mr. Reading, wasn't he? You know, to play that amount of games for the club, um, you know, through some of our best seasons. Probably, you talked about you know, someone like Keith Cole. Probably wouldn't be quite as quick as Keith. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> proper old school centre-back. I think that's what I would class him as, you know. But yeah. uh, to, to, uh, to be centre-back and to play that many games and, you know, to be as physical as he was, takes some doing, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he played in the Simon Cup final as well, didn't yeah. he? So, yeah. Wasn't he yeah. part of the team that, that Steve Death was in that... Um, Got the record for most consecutive clean sheets or something like that? Was it? Yeah, no, it's just checking it. Yeah, no, yeah, thousand minutes, one thousand, mm. uh, one thousand one hundred three minutes, seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, ticks again. So, so how long was he at Reading for? About ten years. Nine, it was ten, eleven. Uh, how many years was he there? Thir- it was actually longer than that. It's actually thirteen. Or oh, thirteen. Thirteen years. Yeah. Well, I, won't, yeah. I won't say too much about him, just in case he might be on my list. Further, <laughs> yeah, so, no, definitely. Um, so he's your, number, he's your number fourteen, Martin Hicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on to my number thirteen, Terry Herlock. Do you remember oh, it? Geez, yeah. Oh, good. Um, how can you not? How can you not remember Terry? So, so listen, I, I think the best way to sum up Terry Herlock is that um, Reading have had never had a player like Terry Herlock before, <laughs> and they've never had a player like Terry Herlock since Terry Herlock. Um, no. So he joined, he joined Brentford in February 1986. And I think it was a club record at the time. I've got a feeling it was something like 92,000 or might have got that wrong. But I think it was a, it was a big fee at the time. Um, signed yeah. from Brentford midway through the 85-86 season. So actually towards the end of that season, um, February 86. Um, it's, it's fair to say, I think, that he was a, a beast in midfield. Um, and he looked, I don't know if you remember what he looked like. Um, <laughs> just by way of a, a, a suitable description for Terry Herlock, for anyone who who uh, doesn't remember him. So he looked and played a bit like a marauding caveman. Um, so he had that's, loads that's of hair, didn't he? Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and just the way the way he played, and he kind of had the look to go with it as well. I, I can imagine that the opposition midfielders were basically scared of him, so that was part of the, <laughs> part of the you know the plus points for Reading, and 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 obviously signing him worked as he helped Reading win the Division Three title. Yeah. Um, so Reading have had, you know, it's fair to say a few combative midfielders over the years. <laughs> just... Nobody quite like Terry Herlock. So Terry Herlock is my number. 13. So back to you, Johnny, for your 13. Yeah, 13. I've, um, again, I think a, a true leader um, and championship winner, Joby McEnough. I think very underrated as well as a player. Um, but classy, you know, he just did what he did for the team. Um, to play wing, central midfield as needed. Um Quiet leader, but 
you know, I think he just had, he just demanded respect and led by example. And, you know, and that team that got promoted, you know, that was down to his leadership. Um, and a great player to watch as well, you know, aside from his leadership skills, you know, he, he was attacking, you know, go at players, um, good, good, you know, goal scorer as well at that. Um, and, you know, to, to lead us to a title, you know, enough said. Yeah. Said. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because he's obviously gone on to become um, a pundit. And, and you see from his analysis of the game, you can see how he was kind of thinking like that when he was a player, yeah. you know, re- reading the game. Yeah, uh, smart, smart footballer, isn't he? Yeah, like you say, a, a leader, not only by example, but in all aspects of, of that, you know, that word leader. Yeah, um, uh, you know, great, great player. So um, that's your number thirteen. So we're moving on to number twelve. Still haven't got any clashes so far. It's going to happen soon. Um, my number twelve on your first list, you had Jimmy Quinn. My number twelve is Stuart Lovell. Ah. Um, and obviously, you know what a brilliant partnership with with Jimmy Quinn. Um, ninety three, ninety four season. I think Jimmy Quinn scored forty. Um, Stuart Lovell also got plenty of goals. And it's just one of those dream partnerships, wasn't it? Yeah. Reading one promotion yeah. that season. And he was actually um, top scorer the following season when we nearly went up. And obviously, um, top scorer, there was one uh, particular goal that he, he didn't score, the, the penalty save. Um, yeah. And we all remember that one, the, the final at, at Wembley. And again, you know, we, we've just talked about it. A great finisher. I think that was his his big strength, wasn't it? His finishing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think when when he had that bad injury that he talks about on the podcast, I think that that changed his game, unfortunately. Um, but he was great. Yeah, the, the partnerships you never forget, do you? Like him and him and Quinny. You know, they were different yeah. types of players that gelled so well together. Yeah, it was um, a, it was a really good balance. And if you think of, um, you know. Reading have had quite a few of those players over the years. Je- uh, Jamie Curriton being another one. Uh, and it was Jamie Curriton and Martin Butler, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, Nick, Nicky Forster, people like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think because Jimmy Quinn got all the goals um, that season, uh, I think Stuart Lovell kind of um, was perhaps not as well remembered. But I think they'll be remembered as a partnership as well, won't they? Yeah, no, definitely, and 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 then a, a decent guy as well. And he's 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 gone to do pundit stuff now, hasn't he, for, for Sky in in Scotland? Yeah, um, yeah he, he went up and did well in Scotland afterwards. Yeah. Didn't he? After yeah, after he left Reading. So uh, my number twelve on my list of favourite Reading players is Stuart Lovell. Um, and over to you, Johnny, for your number twelve now. Yeah, part of the same team. I've gone for Darius Dovchek. Um, class. I, I just he was a a player I don't think we'd ever seen at Reading at that point that style of play that he had the the, the calmness the leadership uh, and a good footballer you know as a centre back um, yeah I like what you know what a signing for for Reading I think you know one of the best signings yeah. we've had um, you know he was he was he was brilliant I, I couldn't couldn't say any more about him than, than that because yeah. I think everyone that watched him. Just see how classy he was. Well, he's the first one, isn't he? So he's the first one that that has been confirmed on both of our lists. Yeah, that's not bad. 
He, he was uh, on my list, the start of my list on, yeah. the, on the last episode, on episode 100. Um, signed from Celtic, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so. More than 50 appearances for Poland. And yeah, I, I think class is, is the right word. So he, he was just, he kind of took that position to another level, I think, for Reading when he came in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, brilliant. I, I think that was, you know, he. if we ever did a list of um, Reading's greatest signings, I imagine he might get a look in for, for that list. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, real real kind of to, to sign a player of that quality, um, you know, given given where we where we were at the time as well, coming down yeah. from Celtic. Um, really great acquisition and proved to be a like you say, a class player. So that's your number twelve. Yep. Uh Darius Dovchek, uh the first player to to appear so far on both of our lists. Uh my number eleven. I'm guessing, Johnny, that this player will almost certainly be on your list. I don't know because we haven't told each other in advance. Part of the fun. Uh, but my number 11 is Shaka Hislop. Oh. So I'm guessing he might appear on your list somewhere. Um, and I don't know really what to say. Similar to um, Darius Dovchek, he, he kind of he elevated that position in terms of quality. I think he replaced Steve Francis, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Steve had had a good career. He was a great keeper for Reading. But we'd, you know, and look at what he went on to do, Shaka Hislop, um, Newcastle, West Ham, I think Portsmouth as well, wasn't it? And uh, didn't he, last year he got the, was given the freedom of yeah. Newcastle or something like that? So, um, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, some, yeah. Fantastic player. Um and he was player of the season in 94-95, the first non-European winner. Can you remember which European winner won player of the season the previous season? Oh, God. Jeez, uh, my memory. Uh, Malta. I'll give you a clue. Malta. Oh, God. Jeez, I can't, you can't not let him. Can you? Yeah. yeah, we know who. Who who, who, so, who, would, who would that be, I wonder? Does he, yeah. does he, have, does he have a podcast? Does, does he do anything like that? So. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, so, Shaka Hislop is my number 11. Uh, absolutely brilliant keeper. Um, play of the season in, in that 94-95 season. Um, obviously, was was the keeper um, for the playoff final against Bolton. Um, bit of guests on the, on the podcast and one of the the greatest Reading keepers of all time, without question. So, yeah, definitely. Jackie Hislop is my number 11. How about you, Johnny, your number 11? I've gone for Dean Horrocks. Um, again, you know, we talk about partnerships and, and different abilities. He was something special um, yeah. in that team. Again, I, I, strikers have strengths, different strengths, but he, he was, I don't know, just a natural ability to, you know, to bring other people into the game. Um, and it's just so sad that you know he's no longer with us um because i think you know any player that, anyone that watched him was you know you could see what he brought to the team um yeah it's hard, to, it's hard sometimes to put it in words because unless you've watched somebody like that play he, he was he was sort of i don't know he was kind of in between a number nine and number ten in a yeah, way that's, yeah 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 goal scorer but he had that kind of guile and 
and and those qualities that you get in a number ten as well. But he, he was a he was a striker, um, but he, he had a bit more about him. You know, very you know, great player to watch. Yeah, and, um, as you say, very very sadly, I think he died in a car accident. Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, really, I mean the the record breaking Royal side, um, one of the one of the best Reading players in the eighties for sure, and. Um, Funnily enough, my number 10 is Dean Horrocks. Number number 10 for me, Dean Horrocks. So, yeah, so he signed in 83. He made 190 appearances, scored 43 goals, uh, which is actually a really good ratio when you consider that you also had Trevor Senior in in the team. He was the Erling Haaland of the day for Reading, wasn't he? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So Dean Horrocks is your number eleven, and he's my number ten. Oh, there so, you go. Um, yeah, we're getting uh, to the good stuff um, now. Fantastic player, uh, you know. Absolutely, he. Anyone that watched Reading in the eighties um, and was putting together a list of their favourite players, I think he'd have a shout to to be on those lists. So, yeah. uh, so that's my number ten, and your number eleven, Johnny. Uh, who's your number ten? Another finisher. We, you know, Jamie Curran. Absolute class. Again, you know, that goal v Brentford, that finish. I don't think anyone forget that, 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 because that was just, you know, he had a, he's like, like, and Lafondre, he was just a natural finisher. Just made it look so easy. He scored the easy goals, but he's always in the right, but then he'd score some absolute screamers as well. You know, it wasn't just a six yard poacher, because he, I remember a few, you know, volleys outside the box. Um, and he played with a smile on his face as well. And, and, you know, Came into that team, um, and was it's a shame. The only thing I think, you know, as I think he said himself that he he, he made a bad decision to leave because um, I think you know he was yeah one of the best finishers we've had at the club. Yeah, and he's already on my list, so it's starting to happen now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and we got Dean Dean Horrocks was almost in the same position as well, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he was a fantastic player for Reading. And I think that goal at Brentford, you know, the quality of that goal and the kind of what, if you, if you kind of take what that meant, you know, that, that goal got Reading automatic promotion. Yeah. But the way, you know, his calmness in, in how he finished, because it wasn't an easy finish. No, not at all. Um, but he was so calm. It was as if he was just, you know, in the in a kickabout before a Sunday yeah. league game or something. Yeah, yeah um, unbelievable. And it was just like I, I think that that goal sums up what Jamie Curitan was to Reading. Not, not only to remember him for that momentous moment that got Reading promoted, um, but I, I think that just sort of typified him as as a player. So. Um, so he's your number ten. Um, so the last two, Dean Horrocks and Jamie Curitan, have appeared on both lists. Darius Dovchek's been on both lists. My number nine. Um, I don't know if you remember, we had him on as a guest, and I said to him that he was one of my favourite Reading players, Paul Holsgrove. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, Paul Holsgrove, I, I just thought he was a great midfield player really good to watch signed in 94 part of that brilliant 94 95 season made 86 appearances seven goals um 
and and just I mean, you know, people like Simon Osborne, Paul Holsgrove, that whole that whole team really was just fantastic. And we're, we're going to do, yeah. uh, and part of this series of our Reading FC Top One Hundred is going to include, uh, you know, our most memorable seasons, um, and that was certainly one of them. Um, and he even had the kind of he, he sort of looked like a footballer, didn't he, with the floppy hair and and stuff like that. Yeah. He, yeah, you know, he he had that kind of I'm a footballer look about him, but just such a stylish player. Just really enjoyed watching him. So yeah. my number nine is uh, Paul Holsgrove. What about you, Johnny? Number nine. I've gone for uh, again these these nine could be interchangeable. To be honest, so if you're going to go like eight, seven, six because they're all they're all class. Um, but I've gone for Graham Murray. Um, again, you know, the leadership. You know, obviously we got promoted, but you know he was a fantastic leader on and off the pitch. Did a lot for the club, uh, you know, fun, you know, charities stuff that wasn't you know obvious. Um, had it only you know, when he when he signed for us back in oh, the late nineties, you know, he was injured for quite a lot, and it took him a while to to get going. Um, but he was just immense, <clears throat> you know, going forward and defending wise. But leadership, again, you know, it was one of those kind of roll your sleeves up and led by example and, you know, expected high standards. Um, and it's no coincidence that, you know, that's why they had such a great season um, because he left from the front um, and was a good footballer as well. I think, you know, as he started out as a, another one who started out as a winger, I think, you know, when, and then came back into, you know, uh, well, it was more of a right back then, wasn't really a wing back role at Reading, but I'm sure, you know, you would have done that as well, but yeah, an absolute legend. Yeah, and obviously captain of the the one hundred and six side got that that famous goal. Um, yeah. You know, did the rugby tackle on on the mascot. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah, was um, was he player of the season one season? Or Was it more more than was it a couple of times? I can't remember. I think one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, fantastic player, and, and he was. We voted him. Uh, we chose that on series one. We chose our uh, greatest red in eleven from the far, uh, from the past fifty years, didn't we? And, and he was not yeah. only in the eleven, but we we made him our captain, didn't we? So um, yeah. I mean, there's so many players. I think we could have easily done a, a sort of <laughs> top fifty favorite players, top one hundred, but we yeah. decided to make it a bit easier on ourselves to do a top twenty five. So that's your uh, number nine, Johnny. Is Murty yeah. uh, number eight for me? Um, a lot of the players on my list go back to the eighties because that's when I really got hooked on following Reading. And one player that I really enjoyed watching um, was Jerry Williams. Yeah. Uh, you know, another another fantastic Reading winger to watch. Um, he actually signed in nineteen seventy six. Uh, he made more than 350 appearances. Fantastic winger, great to watch. Uh, he was player of the season in 81-82. Um, and I don't know if you remember, Johnny, he scored the goal, Jerry Williams, um, as Reading beat Blackpool 1-0 on the first day of the season at the start of the, the record-breaking run of yeah. 13 wins. Um, at the start of the 85-86 season. I think it was a header. I think that goal was a header. Uh, not 100% sure, but I've got a feeling that that was a header. So he started the run. So if he hadn't scored that goal and it had ended up nil-nil, 
we would have never, you know, we'd have, we'd have, nothing, we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> wouldn't have even, you know, that 13 wins in the right at the start of the season wouldn't have even yeah. started. So um, I, I think one of, um, I, obviously this is a very long time ago, so my memory might be a bit, a bit hazy. Um, I think we're talking, if my maths is correct, this is something like 35 years ago, 80, January 87. Is that 35 years? Yeah. 36. Uh, 35, 36. 36, yeah. 36, yeah, 36 years. So um, I told you my maths was rubbish. Um, so Reading played Arsenal in the third round of the yeah. FA Cup. Uh, I think it was January 87. Yeah. And it, it was Elm Park, uh, Elm Park. And I think Kenny Sampson uh, at the time was obviously playing for Arsenal, was also playing for England. And from what I remember about that game, um, Kenny Kenny Sampson got absolutely done up like a kipper by Jerry Williams. So we lo- I think we lost the game 3-1. Trevor Senior scored for Reading. Um, Arsenal um, won the game 3-1. But um, one of the highlights, apart from Trevor Senior's goal, um, was, was Jerry Williams on, on that day. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jerry Williams is at number eight on my list of Favourite Reading players. Who have you got as your number eight, Johnny? You just mentioned him, actually. Super Trevor Senior. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, again, like, geez, I'm, what, a, what, a, what a finisher, what a player. Machine, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Like, you know, and you see all these other guys in the back, you know, still managed to score goals around him. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, he wasn't the quickest. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't anything special, but he was. It's, it's kind of bizarre, wasn't it? You just, you just, it was, it, it wasn't the, do you know what I mean? He wasn't, um, he wasn't the great, had... he wasn't the greatest player. Yeah. But he, he was, you know, without question, one of Reading's greatest goal scorers of all time. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was top scorer seven seasons. Yeah. I think one yeah. season he got 40 goals, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah. Good and to do that at that, at any level, that, that long, you yeah. know, with possible injuries and, and stuff, take some doing. And, and, just... and it was it wasn't just seven years; it was longer than that because he went away. I think he played for yeah. Watford, Middlesbrough, and then came back. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah. top scorer again. Yeah, uh, and he said when we had him on as a guest, he said that if he was playing now, he'd he'd be rubbish. He said uh, <laughs> it was just. But... I think it was just being in the right, just having that knack of being in yeah. the right place, uh, and a lot of them were close range finishes, weren't they? But yeah. As a goal scorer, um, you can argue all you like about what Jimmy Quinn was like as a player and all the goals he scored. But as a goal scorer over a long period of time, he was, you know, one of the greatest in Reading. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. So he's your number eight. My number seven, who has already been on your list, Johnny, is Phil Parkinson. Um, joined Reading in 92, uh, more than 400 games. Scored more than 20 goals for Reading. Um, player of the season twice in 97-98 season and the 98-99 season. And not only one of the greatest midfielders in Reading's history, but one of the greatest players yeah. to have ever played for Reading. And obviously he had that time when he had the mask and um, he, he just he was a good player. Um, but he just had that never-say-die attitude. He was sort of like a cult a much more cultured version of Terry Herlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a nice version. 
Yeah, but he he was uh, he was tough, wasn't he? A tough yeah. midfielder. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, he's not going to shy away from um, 50-50s. And, and I think, uh, like I say, it might have been Colin Lee that said that someone said, well, look, if you sign Phil Parkinson, he'll run through brick walls for you. And he kind of, when he had that mask on, he looked like he had literally done that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant player. So um, Phil Parkinson, one of the all-time Reading greatest players, is my number seven. Um, who's your number seven, Johnny? Uh, I've got severe man love for this guy, Shane Long. I just uh, look. I know it's great to see him back this year. I know, yeah, he's you know coming towards the end of his career, but I just, you know, what he is as a player, person, uh, you know, I just, you know, he's been reading through and through when he was there first time round. Came over in that incredible deal with Doyler. Um, you know, chipped in that season, the one of six season, and in the Premier League, um, had a very, you know. Gutted he left when he did when we lost the playoff final and then had a great career after, you know, played in the Premier League every season afterwards until he came back to us. Um, and just, you know, he just, he just was a decent, he's a good, he probably wasn't, you know, there wasn't the most natural finisher, I think, you know, but he, he, he worked and, you know, that season, I think when, you know, under McDermott um, and he came back in, uh, you know, he went on a run and scored a number, of, and you showed his, you know, his true worth, and and has done since. Um, but he's just he's just somebody I, I'm very fond of as, as what you know his story to come over and, at the age he did and to, to have yeah. the career he did. You know, and, and he waited his turn, didn't he? Because you had to start with you had um, Kitson Doyle and Lita, and he was yeah. kind of the fourth choice, wasn't he? And then he waited his turn, took his chance, and then stayed in the the side. Obviously, went on to become one of Reading's um, main strikers. Had yeah. success at other clubs, like you said, and come back now. So, I think it's uh, good for the good for the fans to see him. Obviously, not not the player that he he was, um, but still great to have him back. And I think that there's that kind of bit of the in joke, isn't there, with Reading fans? Oh, we've spotted this player at the Oracle, <laughs> you know. But I think yeah. that was actually that did actually happen with him. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant yeah. thing to, to, you know, for him to come back under the circumstances as well. You yeah. know, it, it means a lot to fans. Yeah. Well, we've got a good list going here, haven't we? Yeah, all, yeah, definitely. Um, th- this one for me, you know, I make no apologies for keep going back to the 80s. Um, but this this player kind of, you know, a, an all-time Reading hero for me and one of my first sort of Reading, Reading heroes, really, when I uh, first became a inverted commas, proper Reading fan and started going to all the games. Number six, Kevin Bremner. Oh, yes. Class. Um, player of the season, 86, 87. Um, I mentioned Terry Hurlock before. Kevin Bremner was kind of a quicker version of Terry Hurlock. <laughs> front. He would just, you know, he, he would just smash into people and just he saw a chance with the, with a goal and he'd make sure the ball went in the net and... <laughs> And I think what typified Kevin Bremner was that that game when Reading were three 0 down against Plymouth, yeah. um, come back to win four three, and um, I, I think Ian Bramford, um, Kevin Bremner didn't come come on a sub, but I think he might have been playing in midfield and he got pushed pushed. That's right, yeah. Uh, and that was the that was Kevin Bremner's game. I mean, you know, if if it hadn't have been for him, we we wouldn't have won that game. I don't yeah, think exactly. so. Um, yeah, just just an all-time Reading legend. Been a guest on the podcast, <laughs> um, 
you know, one one of my Reading heroes, um, just a fantastic player in that kind of commitment and that attitude, you know, just to, he wanted to win at all costs. Well, that's, you know, the way he played <laughs> kind of gave you that feeling. And, and, and as a, as a fan, that's what you want in the players. You yeah. want to see that, you know, that 100% commitment, almost like someone who would die for the cause. Yeah, no, definitely. He sort of gave that energy off, didn't he? That, yeah. yeah he's an absolute legend for Reading. So my number six, uh, my my last player on this part of this list is Kevin Bremner. And uh, how about you, Johnny? Who have you gone for for number six? Uh, another legend, uh, Michael Jilks. I'm just what what you know, excitement machine. Proper wingers, you know, in proper days where you know it in the on, in, you know watching in Elm Park mm. bombing down the wing um, and so quick, skillful. Um, yeah, probably a bit inconsistent at times because that's those kind of players, isn't it? You know, but uh, yeah, I think you know it was just you didn't know what was going to happen. When he got the yeah. ball, and I don't think he did. Maybe sometimes, and I don't think probably the defenders did. But that's what made him so special, wasn't it? You know, to see somebody of that pace playing for us and creating yeah. the opportunities, and, and and you know, to score goals as well. Um, but yeah, like and, you know, now back at the club as well, which which you know is, is brilliant. But um, so yeah, quick, it's, isn't he? just uh, it, yeah, exciting player to watch and balanced as well. You know, yeah. it, it, it was uh, you know, it's been a nightmare to play against, but um, yeah, special, yeah. a special player. Yeah, and to play that many games, yeah, you know, as he did, um, you know, he's you know, playing at that pace, and somebody wants to chop you down in those days that you could, you know, <laughs> just to avoid injuries, <laughs> took a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, fantastic player. Uh, well, uh, you know, great name to to finish off this particular section of our countdown, Johnny. So uh, on the next episode, we'll be finishing off our. Um, list of favourite Reading players, counting down our five to one. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be one or two duplicates on there um, that uh, we may have already mentioned. Um, But uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And we'll announce our uh, 1871 podcast quiz champion as well. So looking forward to that. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.